Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a place where sharing God's word with the next generation in your circle of influence can be simple, easy, and fun. We know that intentionally teaching children about God and the relevancy of His word will be a game changer in their homes, schools, and communities. This podcast is a ministry of Bible to School, the experts in engaging children with the Word of God. Together, we will make sure you can tell the children about the love of Jesus. Ready, set, let's go. Welcome back to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, the place where we're always making it simple, practical, and fun to tell the kids in your world about Jesus. I'm your host today, Leaning Heist, and this is episode 37. I love episodes where we get to answer your questions about Bible to School, and today is one of those days. I recently had the opportunity to sit down with our CEO, Corey Pennypacker, to talk about how you can build a team to bring a Bible to School program to your local school. As Corey always says, ministry is a team sport, and today we're going to talk about the key relationships and people you'll want around you as you build a healthy and Jesus-exalting team. I know many of you will want to connect further after today's episode, and the simplest and fastest way to do that is through our website at Bible2School.com. That's Bible2School.com. Go ahead and reach out with your contact info, and we'll get back to you right away. Our show notes and links to the things we talk about are also on the website. A big thanks to those of you who are leaving rating and reviews. Egypt Bound wrote, I have enjoyed this podcast so much. As a parent and volunteer church kids coordinator at my small church, this has been so encouraging. Kids are so moldable and making Bible stories not only fun, but meaningful and memorable is so needed to help kids understand. Thanks for that great review, Egypt Bound, and to all of you leaving those five-star reviews. We're so grateful. It's super simple to do through your podcast app and is so helpful in furthering our mission to help adults feel equipped to share the gospel with the kids in their lives. Now, let's get started and welcome Corey to our show. Well, Corey, it's so good to see you today. Good to be back, Lee, and talking with you. It's so fun. And Corey, we are seeing God work in amazing ways at Bible School. As a matter of fact, you've had kind of a fun week, right? Yeah, we've had a whole bunch of people calling in, asking about how they can get our program in their community, in their local public school. And so I've been talking to a lot of people. So this podcast is really helping get the word out. So I appreciate you doing this with me. I appreciate the listeners getting the word out to their friends because we really do want to get this, the word of God, the Great Commission into every public school in the nation. That's what our goal is. That's what our heart is. Well, it beats inside both of us. And just before we got started, you said there was a woman who inquired who isn't a mom and doesn't have kids in school, but she's really interested in bringing Bible to school to her community. And I think that's so fun. It is. It is because people recognize, I think with all the hot topics with public school right now, CRT, people are really paying attention to what their children are learning. And so at Bible to School, we're very excited that we can come alongside moms, dads, uh, community members, leaders to get the word of God. And it's not that hard. I mean, it takes a little work, but we make it uh, fun and easy. And we actually uh, love helping them. 
Well, we do love helping them. And one of the things that you have assured me of time and time again is that we're not interested in burning out people. So when people are interested in bringing Bible to school to their community, this is not a solo sport. Like, as a matter of fact, you won't let it be, right, Corey? No, no. The the mantra around Bible to school is that ministry is a team sport. So you always want to be building your team You always want to have a culture of inviting. And what that means is that everybody invites children. Everybody invites volunteers. Everybody invites donors and everybody, everybody invites. That's what, that's what we do. We're all a team doing it together. So good. Well, we've had enough people inquiring about starting a Bible school group that we really want to have an episode where we talk about building a team and how Bible to school works at its genesis. Like, so just getting started. So we want to talk about sustainability, right? Right. That's really important. Uh, I've seen so many programs go into schools, especially the cities, and one person goes in charging in and they have a great idea and they, you know, get the Bible in there or they get whatever program it is. And then they're there for like a year, maybe two, and that's all. And then they leave because they either move or they got another job or something. And it's not, the torch is not, is not being passed. And so it's not sustainable. And the kids, they love, kids love consistency. You know, a lot of our volunteers say, well, I'm not that cool and I'm not, you know, whatever, but you're there every week and you love on them. And that's what they really respond to. And they see the love of God through you. So that's just why it's really important for us at Bible to School to help you build a foundation of sustainability. And that means building the team first and foremost and getting the right people on the bus, as we say. I love that. So who is the first member of the team that we're looking for, Corey? So we call them the champion. So if somebody inquires, like I was on the phone with a gentleman this morning uh, about uh, wanting to get it in his, his school district, and he might not be the person. He's a, you know, a, a, he was a website designer, I know, his, and his wife worked full time, but he knows people. And so these people inquire, and then we look for, and we help them look for a champion. And a champion is this high capacity leader who can secure the people, the resources needed, delegate tasks, ultimately activate a Bible school program. They really, they're the ones that really make it happen. And yes, that sounds like a big job, but I've already, you already, I know in your mind, people are thinking, I know somebody like that. I know usually they're high cap, high capacity moms, highly engaged moms that just get the job done. I mean, if there's something from the PTO need done, they get her done, you know? So we're looking for that kind of champion. What I was telling this gentleman this morning is that, you know, we have people that might just want to inquire. So we have a, something called a Bible to school coffee. So if you have a, a house and a coffee pot, You can invite people in and we actually give you all the tools to have a little mini info session. We give you a video and everything, six minute video and everything. And the lady that you talked about at the beginning, she was a realtor, a very well-known realtor. And she, like you said, does not have kids in this school, does not, you know, know much about it, but knows she wants to have the Bible in her community. These children need it. She has a heart for these children. So she had uh, this coffee a couple of weeks ago at her house and the people that she invited, some of other people came and she had no idea who was coming to her house. It was so cool. Like this, this community just kind of came and descended upon her and they learned about it. And we actually have two different school districts that I'm talking with right now, just because somebody 
said, I'd like this and I will, you know, let's learn and let's get the information out there and let's have a coffee. So someone has to be brave and call Bible to school, but the, <laughs> but in general, we're looking for someone that we know to be on the team who really is good with details, who will help champion this thing, knows a lot of people. As a matter of fact, I can think of a woman who comes to mind right away. She's really sharp, has it together. Could be a guy too, but mm-hmm. usually it's a highly engaged mom, right? Yeah, pretty much so. This person though needs to know how to delegate. It is a person that knows how to use other people's gifts. And that's a leader. That's just a definition of a leader. So we actually have a, a formula. We call it our secret sauce that we pull, put around them. And that is they recruit a community team. And people always hate the word recruit because it's scary. Uh, all you're doing is inviting people into what God's already doing. That's what I call recruiting volunteers. I mean, you're doing them a favor by asking them to come and join us in his work. So what we're looking for in this community team are actually four different people. And they're specific, they have specific skills and specific circles of influence. And so the, the first one is a parent in the school that you're looking at. So that parent will help you connect with the school, will know the insides and outsides of you know, what the PTO is doing and how, if they have a Facebook page and how to get communication going, how to even, you know, hand out, you know, invitations and things like that. They really know the inner workings of the school and they have a heart for getting the Bible in their, in their own child's public school. So they have skin in the game, but they also, when you're going into a principal and you're saying, Hey, we'd like to start a Bible class and a Bible program in your school. If you go in yourself and they'll say, Oh, well, you're, who are you? You know? But if you take a parent with you from your community team, then it changes the whole conversation. This is their constituent. This principal says, well, this one of my parents wants this. So they they have a different listening ear when you do that. So this parent is very key on the community team, Lee. The second person is a pastor. So this is a pastor that can connect you with other churches. So it's not a one church kind of deal. This I know in the past, in the history, people are like, well, one church, you know, what reaches out. We're kind of past that now. Christian churches want to work together. They want to do outreach together. And so if you're doing this program on a Wednesday and everybody in that one church is busy on a Wednesday, you better have another place where you're going to find volunteers. So this pastor can connect you with all kinds of volunteers and, and introduce you to other pastors and get you in there and get you in to talk to these other congregations and, you know, go ahead and talk to people because you want to invite them to where God's working, don't you? Oh, totally. And we want our kids to end up in churches where they can be discipled and they can learn and grow and take their parents. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's the parent, there's the pastor. And then the next one is the business leader. I love this one because this really scares me. Oh my gosh, business leaders. What, What would they have to do with bringing the Bible to children? Well, these are their future employees. So they want, I mean, we teach kids honesty, integrity, and all the things that you want, biblical morals and values. And these are the things that business leaders want in their employees, you know, showing up to work on time and doing hard work and working for them as they would work for God. It's all in the Bible there. So these business leaders will help you get resources as in financial resources. They'll introduce you to other 
Christian business leaders or other people who have a heart for the school. I tell you, like I said, it's been in the news and these communities are just broken to see what's happened, how, how everyone's going after our children. You know, the, the marketing, the branding, the, the worldviews, the political things that are going, or political views are going after our children. And so giving them truth, giving them biblical truth, this makes sense to business leaders. So they don't ever think you can't do a, you can't put together a program, a Bible program because of money, because I'm telling you, we've never had that problem. And I've been doing this a long time because people step up to the plate. They really do. So these business leaders are key. I love that. Let's pause right now and take a question from one of our Bible to school kids. Why is Romans called Romans? As adults, we probably take the names of the books of the Bible for granted. But to a child, it could be a curious thing. After all, the naming of the books is not consistent. Some are named after the people who wrote them, others after the main character in the book, and others after actions. This question is a terrific opportunity to explain that a number of the New Testament books are the letters Paul wrote to the various churches in different cities, like Rome, and how he cared for and discipled them through his writing. Paul's teaching to these churches is still applicable and so impactful to our churches today. So we have a parent, a pastor, a business leader, and then what? And the next one is a community networker. This networker is someone who knows everybody and they love to connect people with everybody else. They're always introducing people. They're always like, well, you should meet so-and-so and I'll get you with together with so-and-so. And they just seem to know, like they would know maybe the bus company. They know someone in the bus company. They, you know, they know people at the school, but they might know other people, businesses. They, whatever resource you're looking for, these people love to connect people and, and they know everybody. And I'm, I'm sure people are already thinking of someone in their mind who is, who's a networker. And that is a key person to have on your team as well, just for all the, the different gathering resources that we need to have. Okay, so this is great. So once we have these people in place, then Corey, the burden is on the team and not the individual, right? Right. Exactly. Like I said, ministry is a team sport. So if any one of those five people would need to step down or leave or whatever, the other four people will help recruit and invite someone else into the team with the right skill set. And it works. It absolutely works. And also this, this team to get funding, you'll need funding for this, you know, ministry costs money <laughs> to, to do. And so this team will be work together as that. And you'll need a location. So with Bible to school to be legal during the school day, you have to be off site. So five heads are better than one. I mean, I know a lot of people, Lee, but you get five other or four other people around you. They know a lot of people too. And it just times five, your connections and your reach. And so, you know, that location can be found. Volunteers can be found. That's your other people resource that you'll, you'll need for the program. And then transportation. Sometimes there needs to be a bus involved. That's why I said that community networker might know the bus. We had a really cool story about a bus company that I had no idea that there was a Christian bus owner. I had no idea. You know, I knew it was a really cool company. And I went to meet with the gentleman, somebody, you know, on my community team connected me up and introduced, did an introduction for me. And then I took over and went in to see him. And we sat down and he said, oh, praise the Lord what you're doing. We'd like to donate all the buses anytime you need them. 
and I about fell off my chair because it's a couple, right. Yeah, it's a couple thousand dollars per bus when you when you actually rent them. So it's really really cool who you can meet and who you can invite along where God is working. Well, you know, Corey, I'm so encouraged about the way that God is stirring in hearts across the nation right now. And we just want to say God is stirring in your heart, which means he's preparing the resources too. And that is such an encouragement that we can trust the God of the universe whose resources are limitless to bring Mm -hmm. the right people alongside us as we do his work, right? Absolutely. And Paul talks about it in Corinthians that we are one body with many parts and we form it and we use our gifting. Everybody has their gifting area. And it's so beautiful when the body of Christ works together, Lee. And that's what I love about, about Bible to School and about other organizations I've seen out there doing the Great Commission with children is that everybody wants to contribute and they want to give their best. And that's what we do at Bible to School. We allow that to happen. We have the right seats in the bus and we make sure people are clear on what they're what they're going to be doing and it's all orchestrated with a lot of organization but we also know that we we center everybody on the mission the mission of bible to school we keep everybody off going rowing in the same direction going the same way and so forgive me for being redundant but Corey, what is that mission what does everybody have to be driving at Sure. We want to teach the Bible to children attending public school during their school day using the national release time law. And it is the great commission in our public schools. So whether you use Bible to school or not, there's other great organizations out there as well. But we have something that I know God is totally blessing because I'm not doing this, Lee. It is his, it's his church that's doing this. And Kids want to know three things. They want to know where did I come from, what's my purpose, and what happens after I die. And we have the answer. I mean, God answers these questions in his word, and we are commanded to get his word into their hearts. And this is one way to do it. I had a third grader who said the other week, I said, I'm really glad to be back into Bible school. His leader told him, well, why is that? And he said, well, I get to learn about God. I get to learn about Jesus and the Bible. And I never knew that before. And so the leader that asked him, you know, what was the best thing you learned about God so far? And he said with a big smile on his face, I learned that God made me. So where did I come from? God made me. And this child heard that. We had an email from a second grade mom. And she needed to pull her son out of our program to deal with some other issues during the school day. And But she said, she said, thank you. Thank you. My sweet son wants to pray to God tonight to let God know he still loves him, even though he's going to stop going to Bible to school for an hour. And I thought, what's my purpose? To love God and love others. And this little boy heard that. He knows he needs, he loves God. And then the last one, this is really hard to talk about. I mean, we had a sad thing happen. It was at one of our schools this year. We had a Bible to school small group leader pass away unexpectedly. She's beloved. And we shared with the children that she was in heaven with Jesus because she confessed her sins. She believed in Jesus as her savior. And she asked Jesus to be in our life forever. And we helped these little children that day say goodbye to her. They wrote messages to her with a Sharpie on balloons. And the class then let the balloons fly up into heaven. And this is what we taught them. What happens after I die? 
If I believe the Lord Jesus Christ is my savior, I'll be with him in heaven someday. So these are the voices of hope and truth that are being heard by these children. And God's commands us to do this least. So that's why we go to all this trouble to get all the right people on the champion, the community team, the parent, the pastor, the business leader, community network worker. It is totally worth it to do the Great Commission in the public school. It's totally worth it. And Corey, we know that there are people listening that God's stirring on their hearts. It's happening every week right now. And so we just want to encourage you to reach out to us at BibleToSchool.com because we're eager to talk to you and to help you get started. And just like we said, Corey, already, this is not a solo sport. We won't even let it be, right? Right. It's a requirement to have a champion and a community team, or we don't even let you fly. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's awesome. Corey, I imagine that there's a person whose heart is pounding right now because he or she knows that they have a coffee pot and they have a place for people to gather, which is all that's required to set up that first coffee meeting. So right. would you pray for a friend that's listening that may be feeling that stirring right now? Absolutely. Father God, Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity to share the Bible, share your holy, precious word with children, the good news, Lord, because we need good news, Lord, in this, in this world, there's just so many things coming at us all the time. And there's so many things coming at children. And so father, there's somebody out there. There's many people out there probably who want to make a difference. They want to pull together their team and they, they want to make a difference in their public school. They want to make the difference in their, their children's friends' lives their children's grandchildren's lives, Lord, they're feeling the calling. And so father, I pray that you would give them courage, give them the next steps, give them margin, give them wisdom, give them discernment so that they might be able to take the next step forward and start a program. Lord, Lord, we love you. And we just thank you so much for all that you do and all that you're doing, knowing that this is your ministry and we are your people in your name. We pray. Amen. What a great reminder that we don't need to do ministry alone. I don't know about you, but I had some people come to mind as we talked about the different roles we need filled on our gospel and Bible to school teams. It's a joy to take time to answer your questions about Bible to school and sharing the gospel with the kids in your life. Go ahead and head to our website at bible2school.com. That's bible2school.com. We can't wait to answer your questions there. Or jump on over to Instagram or Facebook and let's keep this conversation going. We can't wait to meet you there. We are at Bible to School across every platform. Join us next week when we'll be talking to Patricia Engler from Answers in Genesis. I can't wait. Have a great week, friend. And remember, you can tell the children in your life about the good news of Jesus.